0: a kappa and a good wag? The story has real life stories to inspire and make you smile. Weekdays on Vision and on demand in the app. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision.
1: Uh, Lyle, I suppose uh, in your office, all eyes on Wednesday this week, because that's the day results are going to be announced for the Postal Plebiscite Survey. Uh, What sort of anticipation is is going around your office or the people you're talking to? Uh, I mean, everyone is only speculating, that's all we can do, but uh, a sense of anticipation for or against?
0: Well, look, very much a sense of anticipation, Neil. Uh, None of us know the result. We are living in hope uh, for a miracle. We believe in a God of miracles. We know that uh, we were chasing down a big lead and uh, the odds were against us. It was a David and Goliath battle. I think we're still in with a chance, but uh, we won't know till 10 a.m. Wednesday morning. Uh, I'll be up in Sydney then uh, with uh, the Coalition for Marriage team and some of the ACL team will be with us as well and uh, we'll be looking to respond uh, to the result uh, either way uh, once that is announced at 10am Wednesday.
1: Now I imagine, Lyle, there won't be a lot of champagne popping even if the no vote wins. Uh, There may be champagne popping on the other side of a yes vote wins uh, your thoughts on the way Christians uh, ought to be thinking about how the vote is announced on Wednesday, and what sort of uh, measured level of celebration is expected, uh, or you'd anticipate?
0: Look, I think if we uh, if we do win, uh, we uh, should be thankful. That should be our response: thankful uh, to God. Uh, but also gracious in our response to our fellow Australians. There will be many in the LGBT community who will be uh, very disappointed and and probably angry if that's the case. But um, either way, uh, I think the important way to respond is to realise that uh, this issue is just part of a broader uh, battle for the future of our nation that's going on uh, that's much bigger than just the issue of same-sex marriage. And uh, it's so important that uh, we take this opportunity to to uh see it as a wake up call and that we continue to be engaged in the politics of our nation i think that's the big lesson that comes out of this um, yes we can we can uh, be thankful if we win uh but even if we do the battle is far from over and we've got to stay engaged with politics as christians uh and uh and to engage the battle for ideas we're in this mess because we've been silent for far too long and uh, i think that's the wake-up call and the message that we should all take out of this process, win or lose.
1: So, Lyle, a no vote would mean the issue would be off the table for the foreseeable future, uh, but a yes vote would mean a private members' bill uh, hastily uh, before the Parliament. Uh, your thoughts on on uh, the possibilities of, of that yes uh, private members' bill?
0: Yeah, if it's a yes vote, uh, there will be legislation put forward and we've seen uh, the jockeying around that already. Uh, senator Dean Smith, the gay senator from Western Australia, with the help of the gay liberal from uh, Melbourne, Tim Wilson, have drafted a bill which doesn't really provide any protections for freedom of speech or provides no protections for freedom of speech. So you can be fined uh, if you speak about marriage between a man and a woman under the Dean Smith bill. It provides some narrow protections for uh, people who are paid religious clergy, who solemnise weddings, uh, but that's about it. And um an alternative bill has just been released today by Senator James Patterson. Uh, in the event of a yes vote, it allows same-sex marriage, but it protects freedom of speech and freedom of religion and parents' rights uh, and children's rights not to be exposed to radical LGBTIQ sex education. So that's just been released this morning. Uh, Those in the yes side um, have uh, have gone absolutely nuts. (laughs) Uh, If I could use that uh, terminology on your program, Neil, they are very upset about it, which I find perplexing because they have said all along there are no consequences for anyone else's freedoms to changing the definition of marriage. If that was really true, uh, they would support Senator James Patterson's uh, reasonable amendments to give effect to what they have been promising all along.
1: Okay, we'll wait with anticipation for the announcement on Wednesday. Lyle, let me ask you about uh, a couple of other issues that are going on. One of those, the citizenship crisis, as it continues to bubble along. John Alexander's resignation means the government is now in minority. It really is crisis time. Yes, it is,
0: Neil. Um, And it's uh, in in some ways I I feel some sympathy towards uh, the government and the Prime Minister. This is not a crisis of their doing. Uh, anomalies have been discovered uh, in in the citizenship rules uh, under our constitution and a lot of people who, who would have reasonably thought they weren't citizens of foreign countries have been found to be so and, and that's been a, a long and messy process to sort out. Um, I think it, it means uh, some instability going forward over the Christmas period and into the new year until all this can be resolved. I note that both Labor and Liberal have agreed today Uh, that December 1 is the deadline where parliamentarians should uh, put forward uh, evidence of their citizenship. And I think that will then um, spark uh, a number of uh, referrals to the High Court. And I suspect we'll end up with some sort of a process uh, in March or April where there's a a super Saturday of by-elections to resolve this issue to make sure that all uh, members of parliament are eligible to sit there under the Constitution.
1: Now, we tend not to give too much credence to the polls. They do go up and down in the life of a government. But this citizenship issue uh, clearly has affected uh, the way some of the polling has come in. Uh, Any thoughts on the way Australians may be viewing the leadership of the Prime Minister and perhaps even the competency of the government?
0: Yeah, you know, you're right, Neil. Um, The Prime Minister has been marked down badly in the latest uh, news poll published in the Australian newspaper today, uh, he's, uh, he's lost a few points as preferred prime minister. He's still ahead of Bill Shorten, but, uh, he's taken a hit there and, uh, the coalition has taken a hit in terms of its, uh, standing, uh, should a general election be held today. Um, this is, um, uh, more than, uh, I forget how many polls in a, in a row, but we're, we're heading towards that magical number of 30 that uh, Malcolm Turnbull listed as a measure of success for a Liberal Prime Minister, and uh, he'll, he'll hit that by March next year if, um, if he continues to lose uh, news polls. But this one is particularly damaging. It does show that his leadership has suffered as a result of uh, his handling of the citizenship crisis.
1: And, of course, Labor is standing firm that there are no citizenship issues on their side, even though there's a cloud over Justine Kay and Susan Lamb. Uh, there's threats on both sides, aren't there, about uh, referrals to the High Court?
0: Well, well, there are, and that's why I think today's um, uh, announcement uh, of, a, of a bipartisan deal for December 1 being the deadline. Um, I think if you recall uh, last week, that was Bill Shorten's Um, that was his uh, position going into that meeting he held with Malcolm Turnbull last week in Melbourne. Uh, That was initially rejected by the government. It looks like Malcolm Turnbull's given some ground and said that December 1 is when all MPs must provide evidence. And uh, I think that's when we'll see um you know further referrals to the high court to determine citizenship or or perhaps further resignations and then uh, by election so look it, it's a messy process um it is undermining the the prime minister's authority there's all sorts of speculation about his leadership going around um and it really does mark uh, i guess what has been 10 years of very unstable government uh, in our nation and uh, the fact that there's leadership speculation yet again i don't think is good for our nation, um, we, we really have had a terrible time over ten years with changing prime ministers, and uh, I don't think this is, um, uh, you know, a good thing for our country.
1: A thought or two on euthanasia in Victoria because uh, there'll be a third reading of the euthanasia bill in Victoria before too long. There are some reports today suggesting the Premier, Daniel Andrews, says he'll consider some safeguards for that euthanasia bill. Uh, any thoughts or insights with uh, the third reading on its way? Well, it's very,
0: it's very tight, uh, Neil, and there still is some faint hope that that third reading uh, process in the Victorian Upper House could um, see the euthanasia bill defeated. It's unlikely. It's probably more likely that further amendments will be made to to tighten it up. Um, yeah, it, it really just goes to show how um, facile this whole debate is. Because Daniel Andrews, you know, got this through. The lower and upper houses of the Victorian Parliament saying that the safeguards were fine. Now he's prepared to look at further safeguards. The reality is you cannot make, uh, the legalised killing of human beings, uh, safe. Uh, you cannot judge motives of relatives or, or even, or, or perhaps, you know, God forbid even, even some doctors. Uh, and of course the, the pressure that comes to bear on people to quote do the right thing and stop being a burden and um, and request uh, euthanasia. It's it's a very murky area. It hasn't played out well in any other jurisdiction. Uh, there have uh, there's there's a, a long litany of documented abuses, and um, it's just very disappointing to see uh, this get to this stage in the Victorian Parliament. But um, with Daniel Andrews saying he's prepared to look at further quote quote safeguards, just shows how desperate he is to try and get uh, this legislation through which is going to be very dangerous and sort a of dangerous precedent in this nation.
1: And Lyle, a issue we'll be talking about more in depth in just a little while. Uh, you might be across the detail, uh, White Ribbon Australia, now it's an organisation that is uh, against violence uh, against women and girls. Uh, they've now decided to endorse a pro-abortion coalition that wants to push for a decriminalisation of abortion in Queensland, uh, you across that detail what are your thoughts on on white ribbon australia
0: yeah we've been aware of white ribbon australia's support for abortion for some time now and we've we've spoken out against this previously uh, to see them endorsing these 100 or so uh, pro-abortion candidates in the queensland election is, is um is disturbing uh, yet again um this uh, proposal that these candidates have supported, which is backed by White Ribbon Australia, is that there should be abortion law reform to allow abortion uh, to birth. That's abortion at any stage of a pregnancy. Now I think abortion at any stage is is wrong, even in the earlier stages, but this is abortion right to birth. This is the ultimate in violence against unborn babies and uh, I believe abortion is often um, a a form of violence against women themselves. Uh, We see time and time again Women coerced into abortions uh, by men, and recently we've seen a spate of high-profile uh, rugby league players uh, who have coerced, uh, paid money, um, pressured women uh, to abort uh, their their children. Um, so the idea that White Ribbon Australia would support uh, this practice, I think, just shows that it's lost the plot when it comes to um, domestic violence and and uh, one of uh, you know and a major cause of that against women.
1: Well, Lyle, always good getting your insights. I'll point people to the Australian Christian Lobby website where you can arm yourself with resources to understand Christian thinking on a lot of the issues that are facing our nation. Uh, Lyle, no doubt we'll get a chance to talk sometime on Wednesday. I know you'll be addressing a significant press conference after the announcement of the postal plebiscite survey on Wednesday and uh, we'll look forward to an opportunity to catch up perhaps sometime a little later in the morning but thanks so much for talking to us again today on 2020.
0: Always a pleasure Neil and I look forward to talking to you and your listeners on Wednesday. Before you go thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au and remember vision is listener supported.